Are you a sneakerhead? Yeah, boy! A baller? Ballin'. Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready, because we got all the details right here. Nice take by James. Oh, he stops! LeBron James puts it down in the face of James Johnson. Kevin Durant way outside. Delivers! Kevin Durant from downtown. It's a six-point game. And it goes off to Kobe. Good to ride Kobe underneath. Puts his nose on the line again. Makes the basket. He's fouled. Oh, what a play. And Kobe, after he was fouled, after the ball nestled in the net, he waved to a cameraman down in front. Says, take my picture, baby. Sixers running the break. Iverson accelerating to the jam. It's kicks and bricks where we got game on the streets, and on the court. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. shoes. You sure it's not the shoes? I'm sure, Mars. Money's gotta be the shoes. And here's your host, Jamel Cutler. Season five of The Shy just ended a couple weeks ago. Like, are you satisfied on how this season has been received by um, critics and fans alike? Yes, because the, the fans won't, and I understand that because I'm a viewer as well, the fans want everything to be exposed. Now, if we give you everything now, what would the next season be? It's just a slow stroke, you know what I mean? And then how the um, season had pretty much shift with all the characters, like it takes time for development. I like how everything's going. Um, I like how they're giving every single character, like, they time to develop and then they pushing them. You know what I mean? Everybody have a good place in the storyline. You know, and I think this is the first season where, where like only one person died. If I'm not mistaken, like all the other <laughs> yeah. seasons, that shit was like a body bag. You know, everybody was dying. Only, you know, that sells now. You know, you gotta, you gotta have violence and sex. You got to have that for the viewers to be tuning in. You know, and I'm um, speaking of that, like the first time we seen your character was in um not the trap house, the um what do you call that? The brothel. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, it was a trap house. It was uh season three of the trap house, the kids was looking for Keisha. Yeah. Uh Keisha was on her way to my house, um, ended up getting snatched up. And the kids heard about who I was and then that's when I was introduced. They came knocking on my door. Can you talk about like the evolution of Nook? Because like as you mentioned, like he first started out kind of like as a background character. Now he's like um, one of the main characters on the show as Duda's yeah. right hand man now. All right, so Nook, he was a street thug that was just trying to make ends meet. But then a lot of people didn't pay attention. He was always a thinker. So he was always working with somebody, but he always was 10 steps ahead. That's why you see him in, the, in season four. I mean, he was getting his hands dirty, but every time you see him in the new season, he's he's doing everything to move up to the next spot. See, that's why he had Q removed because, you know, if he would have killed Q, then Duda would have came out to him. So what he do when you see him playing chess, he's not just playing a regular game of chess. That is the streets and he's moving the pieces around and he know he had to take the king out and the way that he had to take a king out, he had to get somebody else to do it. And that was his henchman, which is Duda. And Duda knew that he was a problem. He didn't know how to get rid of him. So he had to get that, that uh, motivation to do it. And that's when he seen me, he wasn't expecting to see me because last time we had a run in, he put me out of my own trap house. And the fact that, that you said, like, you know, Nuck was thinking three steps ahead. 
of everybody else that kind of reminds me of um of Bakari. He's kind of the the same way if you look at his character. Yes, that's why um at the at the end you see that uh Nug and uh letting him live because he's seen a little of himself inside of uh Bakari. So he knew that um he know the streets, you know what I mean? He know that he was uh basically he, he a killer. And that's a that's a mutual respect from a killer to a killer. He like, all right, you know, that's that's one up. I'll let you get one. But he know he come back around and he get him. Even though Bakari was trying to change his life, Nug knew that, like, yeah, he got him while it's hot. So he put some money in his pocket. That's the only thing that he need anyway was some money. He put some money in his pocket. Now he got him. He sucked back in that lifestyle. Where do you see Nug going in the future? Because if you think about it, you know, all the dudes, right-hand men, like, they all died. I honestly see Nug, Nug want that spot that Q got. That's why he had to take him out. And you see that uh, Duda is, he's all mixed up into the uh, politics and the streets. You can't be one foot in, one foot out. So I think Nuck is going to use that to his advantage. That's why he went and told the nephew, like, um, you know who Duda is? That that little nod right there was just basically letting him know, like, you know who Duda <laughs> is, right? He, like, he telling them in a way, like, and that's why when Rob asked, like, who killed him, G? I said it don't matter because I just told you in so many ways that you know who do this, right? <laughs> he did it. You know what I mean? So I think he's doing everything bit by bit so he can let Duda slip up and try to take over. That's what I think. I think that's what that's where his character is trying to go. You know, and that's how the street works, really. Like, there's no honor amongst thieves. Like, you always got to watch it back anyway. Exactly. And we've Especially never been the best friend. Especially from the people that's on your team. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And they and if you think about it, they've never been as close. I mean, um, Duda had he foreseen uh he never gave Nuck that respect that he always deserved because he took the politician role and wanted the clean face. No. Nuck, like if you're gonna be in it, you're gonna be in it. So you put me out of my trap house, you think he's not gonna get that one up. He just waiting for the perfect time. I thought this season that Duda was gonna die, but I lost a lot of bets on that one. No man, I really thought he was gonna get his. He he was he was he was very he was doing a lot of stuff. He's been doing a lot of stuff, and you can tell that he feels that death is near. That's why he's taking over a lot. That's why he's making sure that he's like he's playing Monopoly. He's taking over everything. He's putting every everything is getting ready to crumble down. Is there a character that you think died like too early before you know they reached their full potential as a character? You know, I kind of wanted to see more from Reggie. Yeah. Reggie, like, man, we, everybody, that's no lie. That's what got me into, like, being a fan of the shot before I even came on because everybody loved the bad guy. And he just gave you that authentic Chicago feel. Like, if nobody else gave you an inside scoop of how a Chicago hood nigga be, he gave you the inside scoop of what uh, the epitome of a, a street Chicago dude is. I miss him. I ain't gonna even lie. I wish that it could have been a run-in with the Nuck and uh, Reggie character. That would have been perfect. That would have been dope. My favorite line from Reggie was like, um, I forgot who he told. I think it was Brandon. He was like, you might be from 63rd, but you ain't from 63rd. Facts. Oh, something like that. Facts. <laughs> Facts. That's why like, I, I love this character, Nuck, because and Bakari, too, because we giving that, that edge that everybody loves. Like, I don't mind being a bad guy because that's who everybody remembers. And nobody remember always, like, the hero. They always remember the bad guy. You know what I mean? So, 
Nug really wasn't doing too much bad stuff. He was just playing chess. He was just really trying to move up a level. So he was bossing up. He didn't want to get his hands too dirty. That's what he was on this season. Last season, he was all about, he was reckless. He, he wanted the money. He wanted the power. But at the end, it showed you he didn't have enough power because the man that was in charge, you know, disowned him, kicked him out. Like he was a rag doll. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, I can't forget that. Is there depth that you can see coming into next season? Because I'm not going to lie. Like, when I seen um, Duda pull up on Emmett, you know, I think he signed his death certificate there. It, it's, it's given, like, I don't think Emmett is going to die, but it's, he's going to get in some trouble. He's going to get hurt because I feel like Keisha is going to talk him out of doing business with us, and that's going to lead me to hurting him because at the end of the day, you've never seen Nuck and Keisha have that interaction again and you will see that like i i really oh. feel like that's coming i really feel like that's coming you've never seen us have that conversation yeah. but don't think don't think nuck ain't forgot he, he know what's going on and he know that emin and keisha is together right now so i feel like somebody getting hurt behind that i forgot i forgot all about that storyline yeah it's still it's still active because um they they play with it a little bit this season when they was talking about Made it seem like I was the one that, that did the kidnapping, but no, we never had that um, reassurance about her on my way, on her way to uh, Nug House. We never had that, so I know for sure that's that's coming in the next season, and I feel that Nug is going to get a little jealous behind them being. Jake is going to end up getting into some trouble because he's very loose in the streets, and he wants his own identity, and he keep being mixed up in the streets is going to get hurt. You see, he got, he keep getting closer and closer to death. Facts, man. Yo, I thought, like, after season two, he was going to get killed. I didn't yeah, think he was going to make it this far, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what's dope? Just seeing the kids grow up into, like, young adults. Like, mm -hmm. just watching the show from the beginning, they was babies, and now they, like, young adults. They got their own identity. That's that's super dope. Yo, it's, like, that should make me feel mad old. Like, just seeing, like, I'm not sure what his real name is, but Kevin with Mikey. His Deep voice. Yeah. Yo, that shit is crazy. Oh, that shit is crazy to me. I know dudes grow up, but like to me, like they're always going to be little. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Just me um, being, because I got casted on the show in 2019 and they were super little. And now it's just like, they almost my height. You know what I mean? And voice getting deep. And I'm like, man, it's crazy. Time definitely is flying because I think that was about, what, six or seven years ago when the show aired? I think, so. yeah, think so, like 2017, 16, somewhere around there. Another character who I think is in for a big season six is um, Iman Shumpert. You know, he's another real Chicago dude. Um, like, what do you think about I, yeah. his transformation yeah. from uh, from an NBA player to an actor? He's super down to earth, too. Like, when I, because um, the, the time that we had the scene, that's when I first met him. And I don't know why I was expecting some, like, a, I don't know. I was expecting something else. And then when I met him, he was super down to earth. And I had to ask him that question um, when he was on Good Morning America. Like, <laughs> was they fried or was y'all just having a good time? He was like, no, we just having a good time. We were super tired, too, because they was in the playoff. <laughs> you remember that time when he was like, uh, hey, mom, Good Morning America? <laughs> yeah, I thought, they was, oh, I thought nah. they was fried. I thought they was hot. I ain't going to lie. Nah, I, I know that look. He, he definitely had something going on. Right. <laughs> we all been there. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, yeah, allegedly.
we all allegedly been there. Right. <laughs> you know, is there NBA player that you want to see on the shot? Because I think there's a small part of me that that wants to see um Pat Beverly oh. pull up with you and um and Duda. Either Pat Bev because he got that, and he from out west too. I'm from uh, out west originally as well too. Either him or D Rose. Either D really D Rose for the city one time, man. That'd be legendary. He pull up and he doing something. But as far as like being a character, yeah, I, I want to see Pat Bev bring that that west side grit to the show. I would I would like that. You know, Anthony Davis might be pretty good, like as muscle or something, or he might get hurt. He too big, right? He might. <laughs> He oh, got the kind of trip, ankle hurt. Got to cut oh. the whole scene. <laughs> so the Lakers might not allow that. Nah, he's <laughs> Roger. <laughs> That's my boy. Hey, you my boy. If you ever see this, but hey, man, get it together. Drink some Pedialyte or something. You need some milk in your body or something. You know, um, your Bulls looked pretty decent last season. You know, DeRozan was um on a tear for the most part. Delonzo was hurt out for most of the year. Like, what do you expect from them coming up? Uh, Man, I think it's just moderate. I, I still feel like we just wanted two pieces away. Um, solid core, get buckets. We we are an amazing team during the regular season, but every time when it's, it's, it's time to perform on that big stage, it's like they choke. And then now, like how on the East Coast, it's not sweet. Pretty much every team on the East Coast right now is solid. Everybody is trying to get that 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 goal. So I don't know it's going to be tough. I, I see them this year coming out of the regular season, a solid top five. Back like back. similar to how they was last year, but not going too far. And I want to see how they look with, like, with everybody healthy. Because if everybody's healthy, I think they can at least get to the second round. Yeah, they can get to the second round. Yeah, yeah, but we still gotta, we still gotta, we still gotta see Milwaukee. Seventy six is gonna be way better. They just got PJ Tucker, so they're gonna be tough. Um, the Bucks, like I said, that's the Bucks. Brooklyn, I don't know. They Brooklyn right now is so, I don't know. I don't they know. so misconstrued <laughs> right now. Like, bro, I real life put every like I bet early, uh, um, last season on Fanduel, some healthy change. I'm like, I know Brooklyn got it, bro. I don't know. What happened this year ruined me. I don't know what happened, but hopefully it get back, it get better. But I don't even see them um, winning it this year. I feel like it's up in there. It's gonna be somebody that we least expected, like how Milwaukee and um, Phoenix did that year. The one thing I learned about Kyrie from all these years is to never allegedly bet on him and never draft him on your fantasy team. No. That's a jinx. That fan from any fantasy team that I have. Man, he like he is one of them coworkers that don't <laughs> want to work, but when he do it, he do get him on a on track. Like even them. Like if I was a basketball player, I probably like if we was on the same team, I probably had motherly scraps. We had we would have had to just get it get it in and get him on track. Because I don't see how they let him just steer off like that and do his own thing and mess up their chemistry. Me and him would have had to fight it out real. We would have shook up hug, whatever, but we would have had to just shoot our one real quick to get him back on track. You know, and he's my pick for MVP this year. Like, contract year Kyrie coming. Now, the years after this year, he might start. You say MVP? Yeah. He, because he's in a contract year, so he got to get that money. I say Luca. 
I think Luca will be like in the top three, but I think just contract year Kyrie, his contract yeah. is nice coming up too. So he 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 just gotta do something. Yeah, he gotta do something amazing. <laughs> um, you seen Luca in uh during the summer that the Euro uh yeah 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 Luca yeah, been putting in work, man. Him and Giannis, him Giannis and Jokic, they've been scary. Yo, Giannis put up 60, 25, 10, and 6, I think. Creative play. He needs to slow down. I know he want to get the goal for, from his hometown, but he got to – if you want to be some good for the season, he got to chill out. He got to calm down. If he did that in the NBA at least three times, like three separate games with that stat line, boy, he would be MVP again. Yes. It's, he capable, but you know it's – you got to play it safe with the NBA, but he got to slow down, bro. Like – taking a toll on his body. I know he's still young, though, but, like, come on, man. You still got, like, 80-some games to play. And if you make the playoffs, you got 90 straight. Yeah, if, if I was, if I was, you know, one of one of the decision makers on the Bucks, you know, do want to be playing in no Euro League, no Olympic. Nah. <laughs> and if he do, it would be regulated to about 12 minutes, super light. It would be like an all-star game. You, you playing around. Take most like practice on your three. He out there banging niggas up, spinning, dunking. Like he almost I seen one, he almost dunked from the um the free throw line. Like he Euro stepped and then he almost dunked. I'm like, this boy going crazy. Or let his brothers get some shine, because I seen his brother that's on the Bucks, you know. I think all his brothers on the Greek team. Mm -hmm. Like dude still clapping. You don't hear nothing. You don't hear nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude still clapping on the bench with me. I'm like, right. he never plays. He, he never plays in the NBA. Can't play with his uh, national team. The younger brothers can't get no burn. I mean, yeah, no shine. <laughs> Only thing his brother got is when the Lakers won, and he kept that he kept that seat warm for LeBron and kept them towels coming with that water bottle. He got a <laughs> ring though. <laughs> that's the only thing I can say. Hey man, that's that's the best job right now. Like I wish I had that. Man, that was, man you know them boys get paid. You know, they can sign me to a um, max deal and just send me home. For sure. Just need some. Let me come. Let me get them motivational speeches in the, in the huddle. Speaking of um, motivation, did you see the latest um, allegation with Scottie Pippen's wife, Larissa, and and, um, and and Marcus Jordan, allegedly? You know, Pippen has just been taking L's since 98. <laughs> He's been taking L's, like, and... It's really like nothing he can do. Is, is it like time that he made it seem like his back that he had back spasm? Is it paid back from that? Remember that playoff game when he hit, he, he said he had weird yeah. back spasms and migraines? Is it that? Can you imagine if he did all that like in the social media era? You know, all them hot take shows would be. You know, just be he would have been murdered. Like, <laughs> I don't think he would have lasted that long. Like, seriously, like he did all of them antics and did and played that role. I think Shade Room alone would have ate him up and spit him out. <laughs> I don't see ball alert. All of that would have just ate him up and spit him out. He wouldn't have never made it. And I, he's very sensitive, too. He don't take criticism right. very well. I see from, like, looking at the, you know, the documentaries and that he didn't really take criticism very well. And he give you that vibe like he was always that little brother that was mad at the big brother for getting all the shine. Bro, you won. You got six rings. You, are, you was on a legendary team. You are probably the reason why Jordan won so much. For having a great wingman like that, except your role. You left the Bulls. You went to the Blazers. You almost made it, but you met a baby Jordan. 
which is Kobe. Then you met Shaq in his prime. So you know who remind me of him though? Um, and that's my boy. I'm a big fan of him. But KD remind me of him. Okay. He liked the new age. He liked the new age Pippen. He got that chip on his shoulder. Never like never feel like it's enough. Like Always get criticized. Damn if he do, damn if he don't. He's the only two-time MVP that people treat like a bum for some reason. Exactly. And he a killer on the court. Nobody can it's like I wish he can go somewhere where it was like it's healthy and he can be away from the media, but no, you you gotta pick your poison. You you either that or you're not. Shit, Golden State. He had it good there. He should But stayed. you know, Draymond feeling himself and you know, talking to him like he, you gotta, at the end of the day, man, we all, man, you can't call another man a, a B word. Man. You can't, you know what I mean? And, and not expect nothing behind that. That day too, we would have probably threw hands if I was him. We would have just had to get that out the way. And I'm sure they did too, behind the scenes. I, I They probably, they look like some arguers. They don't look like they're, they're throwing. Draymond looked like, he like one of them little chihuahuas that, that bark a lot but never run up on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, he got he got the talk, but I don't see him putting his hand on nobody. Nah, that's Kevin Garnett, the other dude from oh, Chicago. Oh, for sure, for but sure. I'm, I'm not even sure if Chicago still claim him. That was the first, what's crazy, that was the first NBA um, player I ever met. We had, a, um, it was this park around my uh, neighborhood I grew up at, it was called Moore Park. Uh, um, and they used to have a lot of tournaments. And that was the first NBA player I met. Him and um, Tony Allen. Oh, he's, yeah, I forgot he's from um, Chicago, too. Mm -hmm. Down I to earth, he, super down to earth. Yeah, I think he would be good on the, um, on the shy. Oh, yeah. To yeah, for sure. Tony, oh, yeah, for sure. It looked like he can make some good barbecue, too. So you can put him <laughs> at, at the rib house with him. <laughs> for sure. It's just, it'll throw you off because they they too tall, bro, like. It'll it just, they'll be overshadowing everybody. So I don't know. It's, oh. it's, I know it's, it's a hard place for them because uh, Aman, he, he like, what, six, 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 seven or something. And that's how they, when, how they uh, recorded us. I had to step back so we, he don't look so tall over me. And I'm six one. And when they had to pan the camera back and have me to step back some so we can look like we looking out of eye. And you know who else would be pretty good? I, I was just thinking about Zach Randolph. Oh yeah, Zebo for sure. Yeah. He got that grit. And he's um he's big, but he's not all that big. I, right. I never mind Shumpert, but like he just looks like a like the bodyguard type. Right. All right, man. So um before we go, we gotta talk about some sneakers, man. What's in your um sneaker rotation right now? I just got them uh, Fire Red 3s. I am a big fan of the Jordan 1s, 3s, and 4s. Like, that's probably, like, the cleanest silhouette ever. And I'm right now wrecking my brain trying to find the right fit for these Fire Reds. And I don't know why. It usually come to me. Like, dressing is one of my things, but it's just, like, I want to do it so so perfectly because that's one of them grills. Like, them, them Fire Red 3s. And I want to put some of that... um. Everybody doing it now, but I want to put some of that age mark on it and make it look like it's been distressed a little bit to put it with the right fit. You can buy some OGs if you want. Oh, you got some? Nah, the only OGs I got is um, I got a couple pairs of ones, OGs, 85s. I got two, two 85s, 194. 
um, six, seven, 12, and 13. Oh, you've been collecting? Oh, five, two, yeah. I got five. The how many, how many shoes you think? How many sneakers you think you got? Yeah, I, I stopped counting. Oh, yeah, you know you got it. You know you got it. Yeah, I don't even know. I probably, uh, I, I did, I gave away a lot of stuff in 2020, and I wanted to restart. I should have kept a lot, but I'm probably sitting at probably like 200. Oh, that's a um, decent amount. Yeah, but it's mixed. It's not just sneakers. I got dress shoes. I got designer shoes. I mix it up. And I learned that from college because I was uh, I was talking to a um, college basketball player. She was like, um, I used to just wear all white ones, white Air Force ones and uh, Tim's. Oh, it sounds like you sh- that you should be from here. Oh, oh no, that's that's our shoe too. That's our go to <laughs> shoe. Some white ones and some Tim's. Um, we that was a white T-shirt, and you said right. Oh, and the hat and the fitted cap. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, she was just like. Um, that's all you wear? She was like, that's all the shoes you own? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, they brand new. She shitted on me. She was just like, that's dirty. She was like, switch it up. Every every time I see you, you got the same damn shoes on. And I'm like, well, so from that day, I had to stop. Like, because usually I get a pair of new shoes, like some new Jordans. I go out, I have a ball in them, and then I just throw them to the side like they nothing because they not, you know, they not new. We used to do shoes like that, like, when a new pair come out, we cherish them. And then a week later, we throw them to the side. And I'm like, no, I got to stop doing it. I got to start saving my shoes so I can start collecting them. And then ever since then, that was about like 20, 2012, 2013. I just mm-hmm. started keeping my shoes good, putting them in a the box, making sure they are. Do you have like another um, Jordan that, that you like? Cause, because two, like the Jordan 2 silhouette, that's a pretty decent one. It depends on what it looked like though, like the lows, I'm not messing with for the Jordan nah. too, but the, like the highs, I, w- I would like the Don C joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you seen them all? What is it called? Armamata. They just yeah. came. They came out like a month or two ago. They they like like an off white cream orange, and they got some black in them. I gotta catch them. I, I need them. Um, I never had a I never had a pair of twos, but um, my yeah. go to like my my favorite all the time and i don't really wear it with outfits no more because it it really i don't know it just really don't go it, it give it like an old school vibe but um 12s the 12s the taxi is my all-time if a taxi come out right now i'm going to get it and i already got two pair of taxis that's how like that's how monumental them are to me because them was probably like yeah that was my first pair of jordan i, I got when i was a kid and yeah, I, I always I think the first pair I brought, I still have it, is at my mother's house in um Florida. It was, was the 15s, the all gray ones. Yeah. That's when he was it. with uh the Wizards, right? Nah, he would think he was retired. Oh, he was retired already? Yeah. But yeah, I I brought them and I wore them for like a week and then my foot grew and then I couldn't wear them no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That happened with me. I used to wear my um my my mom. She keep all her shoes collected. I used to wear her sneak and wear her Jordans, and that was probably for one summer. And I grew out of them joints quick. That's crazy, man. Like those are the first shoes I ever bought. I want to just rock them everywhere. But they had a good you, run. For you, you wait the line and everything. You, you got the full experience. 
Now I think I waited in line. I don't remember doing that. This was this this was like when the mom and pop shop still had like all the sneakers. Oh, okay. Before so, it got to yeah. being exclusive. Yeah, so like you could um go it so like you can go anywhere and get, you know, the the seven. Remember East Bay had them. Remember you can you can uh oh. order them on East Bay? Mm-hmm. I used to buy the T Max from from um, from East Bay. I had a pair of T Max, so I had a pair. Um, I remember my, my mom bought me an Irison jersey. I every time we went out with my uncle, I had that jersey on with the headband, with the with the with the armband. <laughs> every time I, I abused it, huh? I think we all did. Like in two thousand three, I went through a whole period wearing the red, white, and blue um headband. Oh yeah, do rags. You have a double the headband. Yep, just like LeBron used to do. Man, it was some crazy times. <laughs> if that if that style come back, would you hop on the way? Nah, I'm now nah, I'm too old for that now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember dudes wearing the the uh, the big button ups with the do rag with the headband over. It was a crazy time. <laughs> Nah, but one thing I hope they do bring back is um you remember them um them jackets with the um team patches on it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But slim it down a little bit. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta <laughs> you gotta slim them joints down a little bit. You know who coming back? Um Pelly coming back. Pelly Pelly. Averax didn't they didn't open the door back and then Pelly trying to come back and, and make their way. I seen game rocking um Avex like in March or April. Yeah, he had the black one on with the yeah, yeah. With, with the Yeezy mask and everything. I want that to come back um in April, but I know April ain't coming back no time soon. They did. They they came back for a small period of time. This was about um like three or four years ago, probably mm-hmm. four. It was in Chicago. Um, people was wearing the, the uh, leather eight ball jackets, but Yo, that went down quick. Ball. I used to have crazy eight balls in um in Avex back in the day. You had a uh uh Mitchell and Ness jacket? Mitchell and Ness, nah. Not installing Dean? I don't think so. Like you know back then, yeah. Back then the only thing I used to rock was um Avex, the eight ball joints, and um there was this other leather. I forgot the name of it. You had some money yeah. then. <laughs> nah, like, nah, nah, in New York, like, if you go to, like, Canal Street or Delancey Street, yeah, you, you can um, negotiate price, so. Oh, okay, that's, like, out here on, on uh, it's, it's on Madison and Pulaski, uh, out west. It's, it's similar to, like, Canal Street. They got everything you can um, pretty much negotiate something. They have a set price. Yeah, give me, give me 500, buddy, and I'll be like, hey, look, I got 250. Facts, yeah. That's all. I think, and I think the um, police shut that down up here. Like, I haven't been to one of them stores, and well, not stores, basements, I should say, in a minute. Yep, basement, yep. I haven't been in New York in, um, in a while, probably like three years ago. But when I went, it was a blizzard. I went around my birthday, and I didn't even get to enjoy it. My birthday's in March. I didn't, it was a, I didn't know that it, that it get, it snow like that. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, like I didn't know it get it get vicious like Chicago. I didn't. It usually stop around March. Huh? You just probably caught us on a bad winter. 
Yeah, I caught it. And I came out there with a small leather jacket on. I was miserable. Oh, you you sound like me at the All Star game in Chicago in 2019. Oh yeah, you I know you got ate up by that one. It was no, negative. Was 2019, no, 2020. That was 2020. That was 2020. Yeah, boy, boy, I was yeah. so cold. I got sick the like the week after. You caught COVID, didn't you? Boy, oh yeah. <laughs> I, boy, I think I that's how it spread. It. No lie, like from that from that All Star game, everybody was sick. Everybody. <laughs> I had a good time though. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I've never been that cold, and um, and I wore like a full jacket. No, it was negative, and and how they was doing us waiting in line to try to get in them events, they was bogus for that. Yeah, for the Uber line, I don't know if you've seen the Uber line for I forgot for, I think it was for the dunk contest, the All Star Saturday night. Oh yeah, yeah, I was. That there. Was, it was that joint was was stretching three blocks. Brutal. I'm like, it was brutal. You know, I just walk. <laughs> That's what I did. That was good for the city, though. They need to. They need to keep bringing stuff like that to uh, Chicago because mm-hmm. we we more than just like music. We we got a lot of different stuff. Like every different city. Like I, I feel like a lot of people they run to the New Yorks, and the LAs and Atlanta now, but they don't really give us a shot. We it's a good time here. Yo, and that was like the best time I ever had. Like I I went to the hood. I went to um KOD Chicago allegedly. Oh, you went to oh, okay. Um, oh, you stepped in the you stepped in the trenches. Yeah, I went to all the chicken spots. <laughs> you did Uncle Raymond's? No, nah, I went to um what's the other one? You went to Harold's, man. Yeah, Harold's. <laughs> you gotta oh, go to Uncle yeah. Raymond's, man. Everybody yeah, go to Harold's. I only was there for like three days, so I had time for um Right, right. Yeah, and then you would have had to go out west deep in the hood. That's yeah, that's super you gotta get you gotta go to the one that's on Madison Century. That's the original one. Mm-hmm. That's the best tasting one to me. All of this new gentrified one, I don't really like that. Yeah, they got these um these white people over by us making um they say Chicago style chicken, but I'm sure it's not. No, no, <laughs> you got to come out here, get the real deal. Whenever you come, I'll take you to a few spots, man. You can I'll let you decide which one is the best mouse house. You had mouse house before, right? Yeah, I, now I usually get the the hottest sauce or. Or whatever. No, you gotta get some mouth sauce, bro. Once you taste the the Uncle Raymond's mouth sauce, I'm telling you, you're gonna put you're gonna wanna put that on everything. I ain't gonna even lie. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on to that. Either that or Red Snapper. They got oil wells. They got some good. They got some good mouth sauce. Word, man. All right. So um, before we go and get off the rails talking about chicken, <laughs> 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 uh, we got we gotta talk about your boy Kanye. You know he's going crazy with. Adidas, you know, what do you think about all the issues he's having, like creatively and um, socially with Adidas? Man, I I really feel like he's being. Um, I I know he's upset about because they they have stole a few of his ideas, but I just feel like he's bullying his way in to get more than what he's he want. I know he want to be groundbreaking and do stuff that no one ever did before, but. It's, it's a more professional way you can do it. You don't have to go on. We're talking about an almost a 50-year-old man. You don't have to go on social media and be like, oh, these two companies, like my baby mamas and all. Oh, you don't have to do that, bro. Like pulling people to the side and talk to them. I'm pretty sure you got you got pulled to have a conversation with them. You know, have your way behind closed doors. You're a billion-dollar man. You got to move like one, you know? You know, like 
you know, he might be on Instagram, you know, talking all this mess, but if push come to shove, I don't think he'll leave. No, he's not going nowhere. It's the money too good, bro. And then just just think about him partner, him partnering with um, Adidas. They taking care of all of the materials. They doing the shipping and all that. If he cut them out and cut Gap out, he would initially have to be in control of all the distributing, all the material making. Like that's too much. That's a lot of money. So if you plan, if you having them to be your middleman, your dis, your distributor, just have them, just have them, you know, rock out. You know what I mean? Let them take care of the business. Have a real serious conversation with them. Let them know that you don't appreciate them, appreciate them stealing your sauce because they is stealing a lot of his silhouettes and his ideas and and re-rocking it and putting their own price on it. But that is the game, though. I mean, people have been doing it for years, but I know it feels some type of way when it's coming from your, your own home. But I just feel like he should have a conversation with them and, and not have it on social media. Right, and I saw something that said... Um... There's a possibility that no new Yeezys might be released until like 27 or 28, just just because of this um Kanye just because of this right. Kanye situation. Right. So like I mean, but if if it goes that far, I think he might just lose a whole bunch of steam and it might be over. Yeah. And and if you really to be honest, they coming out too much and they're starting to water it down. Like you know how people like when you used to get when he, like 20. I want to say 2014, 15, when you got a pair of Yeezys, you felt special. When you put them Yeezys on and you go to an event, people like, damn, how you get those? It was special. You know what I mean? Now it's watered down. It's just like if you got some mics on, it's going to be like, oh, okay, he got the Yeezys. I really feel like that might, it might kill it, but it might help the brand too because it's limited. Now you can take some time to appreciate what you got. Because he's been bringing out so much stuff. I really want them. I think it's the 750s. I really want them to come back out. The joint with the zip on the side. The high top joint. Mm -hmm. and he I still haven't like, brought them back out. And I think like those shoes, the one with the zippers, I think they like kind of ran his course with the Giuseppes like in yeah. like 2014-ish yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... I think I had a pair. Only wore it a, a few times, just trying to fit in. But I always wanted the pair, um, but I'm not. I, I can't see myself spending two thousand on a on a pair no. of Yeezys. I, I can't. No, I, can't. I ain't spend no two grand on it. Like, no. would you ever spend? All right, say somebody's selling um, the Dior ones, two grand in your size. Would you buy them? No. How about a pair of off white ones? Same I had. I, I got offered. Um, a good friend of mine, I got offered to pay, uh, 3000 for the, uh, the hat top, they had the hat top white, um, Louis. And I told him no, because it just feel like I'm, I'm fitting in to be like, oh, he got those. And they some Air Force Ones, bro. You know, we, you and me both know Air Force Ones, you get one good wear out of it. And I got flat feet. So I'm spending $3,500 for a good night for a nigga to be like, oh, we got those, man. No, I'm cool on that. No. Now, if they get gift to me, that's why I'm working so hard so I can get gift instead of paying for it. But if they get gift to me, yeah, I'll rock it out. But no, I just can't see my, I just really, I can't see myself spending you no know, $3,000 for a pair of Air Force Ones, bro. If it's like a showcase piece, I would, but I wouldn't wear them. Right, but you would have to probably buy now if you want to show them off. 
then you would probably have to buy two because you got to wear them. You, you just, you got to. Like you got to, it's like a trophy almost because it's so hard to get and it's expensive. So mm-hmm. I know whoever got them or like the celebrities, I know they probably got two or three pair just the one to show off and the other one just to keep in their collection to walk past and be like crazy but me personally no i i wouldn't i wouldn't spend that that much on those shoes no this is this thing this is like the 45th year of um air force one are you surprised they really ain't do nothing like spectacular no that's <laughs> just keep it just keep it classic just keep it classic i just feel like um when they get to doing too much, they stepping out of their lane. Like, do not touch the Air Force One. You might can switch the little piece up because it's time to switch up. Remember the air bubble that was on the, on the yeah. um, yeah, they mm-hmm. bring that back one time. Just yeah, one something. time, huh? Something. Yeah, but don't don't switch it up. Don't don't touch. Them joints clean. They got the Supreme Air Force Ones. I think those are new. Um, With the little box on the side. Yeah. But the resale, the resale is like three fifty, and and like you uh, said, you you paying three fifty just for two wears. That best. was I ain't gonna lie, I was a victim of it. I paid um I paid two fifty for a pair. Um went to a went to a club, and they got abused, <laughs> and I was trying my best not to. And I got liquor spilled on it, got stepped on. At that point, I'm just like, I didn't just I got to charge it to the game. I didn't just gave a donation to the shoe store because. These joints gone. They beat us now. Yeah, they yeah they. I take them. I use them to take the garbage out. No, they got abused. I don't even. I feel like a sucker though. But ain't not even get to take a picture. That's that's what killed me. I didn't even get a, the 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 picture in to be like, all right, you see how I'm how I'm coming today. But now they end up getting abused. So I I gave a good donation to uh to uh round two. Shout out to round two out here, <laughs> the sneaker store. <laughs> Oh, that's my spot. I be buying my Supreme um, clothes from there. Oh yeah, I do a lot of trading with them too. Like if I'm if I feel like I'm pretty much done with a shoe and I don't want to, I know I'm not going to wear it no more. I go in, I trade, or I sell it, and just keep store credit. Facts, man. I love I love me some round two. Yeah, round two definitely in the clutch. Every time I probably step out, or if I know I'm going out to an event, um, I definitely I go to round two to get my uh, most of my drip. Yo, um, I brought the um Lil Kim Supreme Hardcore poster um T-shirt from them. Yeah, and I wore it like around my girl, and like she's not familiar with um. Look him, man. Like, like she know who, like she know who Lil Kim is, but like for like the hardcore poster, like she don't know the cultural significance of it. So like she just had a heart attack. Oh, and, she thought she had a random on your shirt. <laughs> yeah, like, no, calm down. Right. <laughs> how you how you all right, so I know we almost done, but mm-hmm. how do you feel about look him not really getting her flowers like she deserved? I that's what I think. I feel like a lot of people and shout out to Nikki, she's big, but I feel like they almost forgot who opened the door for all this ranchy rap that women are doing today. Facts, man. Like, and I think like a lot of people like all right, I have a little Kim story. I was covering a Nets game. They was doing um, like a tribute to Biggie. They had his mother, like some other people there. And like in the back, I was standing next to Lil' Kim like the whole time and I didn't know it was her. I had no clue who it was her. I seen her one time and um, she's actually 
super beautiful in person. Um, I seen her, uh, this was 2017. I was at a, um, they had the all-star game in LA and I was doing some modeling out there. And I didn't know it was her until somebody was like, bro, that's looking. Oh, you too. And I sp- I'm like, wow. I'm like, man, like, this is, you know, this is amazing, you know, meeting you. She probably thought I was BSing her because I didn't know who she was. Because mm-hmm. I walked right past the like, like, excuse me. And my boy was like, bro, let's look him like you. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, hey. And she was real nice and all that, but I'm like, I didn't know you. <laughs> but yeah, <no. laughs> but yeah, I feel like a lot of people should give her more, um, mm-hmm. more shout outs and give her, her flowers because like she, man, the, the the work that she put in and what she had to go through, the controversies and being called on her name and, you know what I mean? And being looked down upon and then breaking through that and having um, pop music and getting awards at the, um, what, the MTV Awards and all that. Like, she did a lot, you know what I mean? And I just feel like a lot of people forgot that and they're giving it to the the Nicky's and the Cardi B's and the, the Mag, the Styles and all that. If it wasn't for Look Him and Foxy Brown, like, really making the sacrifices to, you know, put their music out on, you know, what they was doing back in the 90s, I don't feel like it'll be, you know, like I, I mentioned, the Nikki's, the, the Mags, and the City Girls, and the uh, Cardi B's and stuff. It wouldn't be that. You know, and I think she just need, like, the right, or well, not producer, just the right marketing team, because, like, she, like, she's still young enough to, like, have a big comeback. Yeah, but I don't even want to see her do that. Honestly, I don't even want to, because it is, it has seemed like she's, and what's crazy, as this sound, it has seemed like she's copying the wave off something that she already do. But it just seemed like she's copying off the younger version of the artists that's out now. Nah, if Features? She does, yeah. If she does a versus with somebody, I think that could be the start of, you know. Uh, that's what, oh, you're right. That's what it get it. Foxy, because you know they had a little, they had a little beef. Foxy Brown. Do. Yeah, they still do. Foxy <laughs> Brown and Look Him at a versus. That'll bring, I bet, Spotify, they Spotify streamers that go all the way up. Probably hit them on, they do something funny to hit TikTok, and now they back, they back rumbling now, and then they back going. That's how it be. If they was friends or whatever, like, a dope versus would have been, like, Kim and Foxy against City Girls. I City think Girls don't got enough of them. I think that it would have been, been good for the culture, but City Girls, they don't got enough. <laughs> them, them alone, they got probably, like, I know 10 songs them together collectively would murder the whole catalog of the city girls. Man, I only know about two of their songs, to be honest with you. <laughs> Who, them two? Only yeah. way I know it because my, my my mom was a big Look Him, Foxy Brown, um, mm-hmm. DMX, Jay-Z. She was big fan of them. And you know, when it, them Sunday comes and we clean it up, instead of me having the old school songs, we had them, <laughs> them Look Him and all that. <laughs> That hood playing, and then when I get the granny house, if I clean, that's when I got the old school vibe, and that's when I got the Isley Brothers and all that. But at my mom's house now, she had that, she had that hardcore DMX, uh, Biggie, Tupac, all that. She had that, she had that playing. <laughs> playing, hit them up Sunday morning. I'll hit them up Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> you getting up? Oh yeah, it's time to clean up. Let me go in and get up. She in that mood. <laughs> All right, man. Um, I want to thank you for coming on, man. I really enjoyed this, you know, conversation. Um, 
Man, so, do you have any next, next year, bro? Um, right now, probably like in matter of fact, no, two weeks I'll be going to Detroit and working on this um, project called Predators. It's a, a Terry Woods project. Um, she is the creator of True to the Game. If you ever seen that with Columbus Short on that, you ever seen that? Nah, I heard about it. It's a hood classic. I ain't gonna lie about it. But um, yeah, she's come. She have a book called Predators, and we're about to start filming that in Detroit. Shout out to my boy Dennis Reed, man, for uh, you know, giving me this opportunity. I'm about to rock this out, you know. Um, can't give too much, but my character would be named BJ, and let's say he's he's a little worse than who Nuck was. So I'm excited to I'm excited to play it. And hopefully BJ makes it through the show because oh, the way he's sounding. <laughs> If he's worse than up, I don't know. Yeah, he's a little worse, man. <laughs> but I'm excited, though. I just love taking something from a piece of paper, bro. You read it, a story, and you bring it to life. Mm-hmm. That is so uh, amazing to me. But I appreciate you reaching out to me, man, having me on your platform. I hope to be this on here again uh, next season for the season finale. Oh, Hit yeah. Me up. yeah. It's free, bro. Yeah, and... and- and I'm definitely going to hit you up once the Knicks, you know, hand the Bulls that L for the first game of the season. Oh, no. I know. Don't, 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 don't put too much on them. Don't do them like that. You're putting too much pressure on them, man. Now, if you said Nets, it'd be like, all right, you, you might got something. But the Knicks, don't, don't put too much pressure on them. That's like the Cowboys. Everybody didn't put the put – they, <laughs> they love it. And the, and the boy, Dad Prescott, got his fingernail uh, broken off, and now he, he out for six six weeks. Them boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, thanks again. I really do appreciate All right. you. All right. Take care, bro. Thanks. All right, bro.